Grüß Gott und herzlich willkommen zum Manjack Chit Chat an diesem Thin Fried Friday. Ich bin der Horst Pfeiffer aus Bechlingen, Langburg, Nähe von Rodenburg und bin jetzt in Manjack. Und wir wollen nur ein bisschen darüber reden, wie wir uns aufs Oktoberfest vorbereiten. Okay, now I'm English. We I just want to tell you about a little history about the Oktoberfest at Middendorf's, Manjack, Louisiana and also a little bit I, when I used to work at Minick. And yes, you drink a lot of beer. Um, let's talk about when we started our little Oktoberfest. Some of you who know a little bit, there's a lot of German history in our area. And so when I bought Middendorf's in 07, I felt like buying Middendorf's, German name, even if it's North German name. Well, there's Southern Middendorf's too, uh, with the German name and having Oktoberfest before. There used to be a big Oktoberfest in, in Panchatula. And I felt like we were legally allowed to do an Oktoberfest at Middendorf's, even if it's a, a seafood restaurant. But it's turned to an incredible event. Now, to produce the Oktoberfest at Middendorf's, you know, it's a lot of hard work. It's not as easy as people think. It's not like you just grill a sausage and slap it on a piece of bread with mustard and get some beer. Uh, it's really, really, if to make it real authentic and make it right, it takes a lot of work and hunting to find all the things. And also, I care about it. And if you come here, all the people in working here at Middendorf's are really excited about it. It's something a little bit different. Some of you know, like before we do Oktoberfest, we do our fettuccine from our days of Bellaluna. But now we're getting ready for Oktoberfest. We start decorating. We're building a little, tiny little village. Looks like a little beer garden in Oktoberfest, a little like Rodenbrook up to Tauber where I did my apprenticeship program. But also this, we start like in March to think about what we're gonna do. And what we're gonna do about food, well, if you close your eyes wherever you are and you think about Germany and you close them and you think about what they're wearing and what they're eating. Well, they wear lederhosen, they wear dental. Just to let you know, they don't wear, they don't wear dental and lederhosen in northern Germany. Like here, there's a difference between south and north. I'm from the southern part, and just to let you know, the southerners are real nice and sweet. Drink a lot more beer, are friendlier. Um, but also the food, you know, what you do. And, you know, so many people ask me sometimes, oh, why not do this? Well, you always have to think about what you want to do, and you have to make it so it fits for everybody. Here, everybody wants always a little piece of meat with it and everything. So... We can go our menu, but also we have it on our online. If you go to Middendorf's website or Facebook, you can see it on there or pick up a menu to go here. So when you close your eyes and think about Germany, okay, they have a dundel, they have a lederhosen. What do they eat? They eat bratwurst, they drink beer, they eat weisswurst, they eat Schweinshaxe, they eat sauerbraten. A lot of things like this are cooked in northern Germany too, but a little bit different. In German, southern part, they roast the, the pork. Some people call here pork knuckles. We call it Schweinshaxe. Uh, and, and then, you know, so what I did, I brought a lot of recipes from when I worked in Munich or Oberstdorf, that's close to Neuschwanstein, that's King Ludwig's castle, but also from my mother. So, you know, a lot of it's like my mother made the recipes. And we follow her recipes. Also, I'm very blessed. I, when I, I make all my sausages here. Well, my brother is a butcher in Germany, in a butchery. And so I call this all, when I go over there, we work together, so he teaches me how to make them right. And I get some seasoning from there and everything. So we make our Weisswurst here, we make our Bratwurst, we cut our pork belly. And I'm so lucky and blessed to be out here 
where the people grow everything here and there are small butcheries and I can find everything. So we get started on this. But at the same time, to find the right mustard, the right pickles, the right sausage, it's a constant hunt for it. Since it only happens once a year, and you know the German food is real, real wonderful and delicious, but you can't eat it year-round. You know, people only... When I grew up, you know, we didn't eat meat every day. We only ate it on Sundays and with the leftovers on Tuesdays. Sometimes we just ate a baked potato with sour milk and chives and everything. Well, I couldn't serve this here. People wouldn't um, think it's German. Uh, so we have, and then if you make it a schnitzel and a sauerbraten and a schweinebraten and the roulade all the time, you wouldn't want to eat it all the time. It doesn't work. And so many people ask me many times, why you not do this here round or have some items on the menu? Well, we at Middendorf's, we're doing fried seafood and thin fried catfish, and it's real hard to implement. So that's my little story about Middendorf's. But we started our Oktoberfest. In 2008, we flooded real, real badly, and we were shut down for eight weeks. And so we started in November, and we did two weeks of Oktoberfest. And it's really, really turned into an incredible event. Now we're decorating nicely. We have outside a little German village. Our waitresses work were the lederhosen. I, uh, my brother is coming over there and he loves music. He loves to play the accordion. So he takes his vacation, takes off, and he comes over here and plays and talks to everybody. What is a wonderful thing, first, to see, be with your brother and work with him, but also uh, he's my brother, so everybody, when he walks through the dining room, they think that it's, it's me. And so it helps me enormously. So I can focus in the kitchen, work with the girls in the kitchen, make sure your schlachtblatt is right with the mustard and the pork belly and the castle on there and everything. And he walks around and plays the music, and I make the black forest cake. What? Black forest cake? It's a nice number when you want to try to learn a German word, Schwarzwälder Kirschtorte. And you eat it with a, when you want it really, you uh, order also a shot of Kirschwasser. Makes you real happy after it. <laughs> so, so we started this 2008 and it's really grown into something really, really incredible. And it's fun. Uh, we uh, did a couple other dinners, but the Oktoberfest is really something incredible. Now how the Oktoberfest started, it's over 200 years old. It started as a wedding reception for the King of Bavaria. And it only was a weekend. And it's turned into like this two and a half week party in Munich. And just to let you know, even if it's called Oktoberfest, originally it started in October. But then they changed it since in Germany. October is not a pretty month. So what they're doing, they're ending it the last, the first Sunday in October and start two weeks before. So it goes three weekends, two whole weeks in Munich. And it's actually started, uh, you know, yesterday. And it's fun. I used to work down there, and Karen, who you see on the hostess and my wife, out of the seven days, she only missed one. She went every day to the Oktoberfest, drinking beer, having a wonderful time. And the people in Munich are so friendly and nice. And the amount of beers drunk there, and how many half-roasted chickens, and how many Schweinshaxe, it's incredible, how many pretzels. Just to let you know, when you go to the Oktoberfest in Munich, um, there's like 14 big tents. The biggest one holds like 11,000 people. Some of them are smaller, like the Feinkost Käfer. And, you know, they have champagne bars, they have cappuccino bars, they have everything. So Munich has a lot of influence from Southern Europe. And so you get all, everything. But when you even go to the big ones, you know, you can make reservations and you do have to show up since they ask for a deposit sometimes and everything. 
And just to let you know, I just looked it up before we started our little podcast. This year, they're charging 13 euros for a mass. A mass is a liter, a liter. It's a little bit more than a quart. It's a lot of money for beer, but first it's tasty. It's a wonderful time. And how often are you going to go to the Oktoberfest? But if you ever have a chance to go there, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. It's like when you come to New Orleans Mardi Gras. It's so crazy, and it's, everybody loves each other, and it's nice and sweet. So that's when you go there, and, uh, you know, all the beer there is from breweries from Munich, and they make different beers, but it's a special brew. It's a little bit darker. It's a little bit heavier than the lager and everything, but it's a lot of fun, and you uh, get it in a stein filled and everything. And just to let you know, some of my friends work there. Uh, they're taking their vacation to work the 17 days at the Oktoberfest. Some of my friends I used to know who were waiters, waiters and everything. And it's incredible. You know, a beer stein weighs it empty already over two pounds. And then you put a beer in and it weighs another two and a half pounds. So each beer stein weighs like five to six pounds easy. And they have a contest who can carry the most. And right now one guy holds it. He carries 27 mugs full with beer. It's 125, 140 pounds in two hands stretched out carrying this to the table. It's insane. Um, it's, it's, it's a wonderful fest. But so, if you ever get a chance, and listen, there's other fests. They don't call every beer fest in Germany Oktoberfest. It's only in Munich. And over here, you know, we couldn't call it like, in my area they have Volksfest. They have the Stuttgarter Vasen. They have different fests, and even Stuttgart has a beer fest. It's equal to Munich at the same time. As many people go to Munich, as many people go to Stuttgart. And uh, they have them everywhere. But it's just the Oktoberfest is stuck everywhere, and people like it, and they love the, the Bavarian flags with the white and blue uh, diamonds on there and the crest of King Ludwig and everything. It's just real, real festive and everything. So when you go to Germany... Every beer, there's beer fests everywhere, all year long, but Oktoberfest is like the big one. It takes many, many months to prepare for it and get, uh, get it rolling. Uh, so we took the name, and yes, we basically start our Oktoberfest at Middendorf's when they finished the Oktoberfest in Munich. And so that's why my brother can come over here, since he has to play the accordion in Munich, and then he comes over here. So uh, we uh, starting it. And we go on for six weeks in our in Middendorf's, and it's every Wednesday and Thursday, and uh, we have uh, six meal, uh, six different menus. Every Wednesday and Thursday, we have uh, an appetizer, an entree, and a dessert plus our regular menu. Like the first week, we have a Schlachtplatte, and then we have an Apfelstrudel. Schlachtplatte is comes with sauerkraut, uh, Bratwurst, Leberwurst. And a stück Kassler and Bratkartoffeln. And then an Apfelstrudel with ice. So that's a, a choucroute, means sauerkraut, with a little bit roasted potatoes, a smoked pork crack, a little homemade liver sausage, bratwurst, and a roasted pork belly, and a pretzel. And then we make uh, Apfelstrudel. So on October the 10th and 11th, what is a, a Wednesday and Thursday, we have the sauerbraten with roadkraut, spätzle, and pretzel. Uh, that's the uh, beef roast with the sweet and sour sauce, what is thickened in with gingerbread, what's real delicious. And then we have the red cabbage with the lingonberries in, and the spätzle, the German noodle and the pretzel. Then a week later, we have our everybody's favorite, the Wiener schnitzel, and we have some semi that's the dump, bread dumplings, it's like a stuffing, 
and we cook them and then we roast them and we make a beautiful uh, salad. It's like a typical old on a, on a countryside restaurant a salad. We do like the uh, little carrot salad, cucumber salad with dill and sour cream. We do the red cabbage salad. We do a potato salad and then uh, a little bit salad with, with the uh, lingonberry dressing. Then we go, the next week we go like, it's a roulade. It's a veal roulade and we, it's a Schwäbische Hochzeitsbraten. It's also from southern Germany. It's, a, it's with wild mushrooms and we serve it with mashed potatoes with roasted garlic and horseradish and a beer sauce. And always a dessert. And we make black forest cake and apfelstrudel. If any of you can come up with what you think is a German dessert. You know, you go over there, the bread and pastries are incredible. But my thought is, if I make like a, a strawberry mousse tort or a case, uh, cheesecake, what we have wonderful cheesecakes. But a lot of people don't think it's a being a German dessert. And we have it on the menu anyway. So right now, the only thing we don't have on our regular menu is the Black Forest Cake and Apfelstrudel. But if any of you, you can send it to Christy at Middendorf's uh, to her, and she can see, and we have to figure out how we do it. Okay, then in October, we then after we have our uh, little uh, veal roulade, we do on the end of October, we do on a Schweinebraten. It's a pork roast with a uh, cream sauce, a potato dumpling, uh, arugula salad, and it's delicious. Now, just remember, this is the last Wednesday in October and the first Thursday in November. And we also have one more week, and the last week is the in November the 7th and 8th. It's the Schweinsachse with smothered cabbage, pretzels, and everything. And it's delicious. Since we, had, we have six wonderful entrees, that's why we went into November. And we didn't want to compete with the Munich Oktoberfest. And even if there's no competition, it's incredible there. But, and then... Also, we have every day with this, we have like little appetizers, like a fesh potato. A fesh potato is like cold cuts. There's different German-made sausages and uh, fresh bread and cheese and everything. Just to let you know, Germans sometimes when you live in the countryside, you, your big meal is at daytime, your warm meal. And in the evening, you do fesh bun. It's like you have your cold cuts out there with cheese and sausage and pickles and tomatoes, and that's what you eat. Also, we make a wash salad where you take some of the sausage, you cut it up with pickles and onions and vinegar, you make this. And we have some black forest ham and everything. So that's my little story about Oktoberfest in Munich when I lived there or in my home area. But also a little bit about Manchek Middendorf's Oktoberfest. But if you have any thoughts or whatever, Hopefully I gave you enough information, you feel comfortable uh, with our Oktoberfest. But listen, it is great. It's a lot of fun. Come out here. And vielen Dank. Und auf Wiedersehen. Und einen schönen Abend. Und ein Prosit.